0: Welcome back to the Monica Matthews show. Happy Friday to you and happy almost Mother's Day. Mother's Day. Female birthing person. I wish my daughter would try to call me a birthing person. You know, true story. For a while, my daughter had me in her phone as life giver I was like wow okay I didn't realize that we were there but uh yeah so I was curious what what are some of the number one things that uh that mothers receive for Mother's Day not gonna lie it's kind of abysmal flowers things that die 68% of buyers purchase it for their moms and maternal figures Gift cards is the third most popular Mother's Day gift type that covers 40 per, 47% of total buyers. Special outing is a good Mother's Day gift with 49% of the spending coming from a special outing. But I was kind of, you know, 68% flowers. And some of you may be like, oh, well, you know, it's better than nothing. Really? Is that is that what your mama's worth? For some of you, it is. I get it. I'm going to talk about something I normally talk about during Mother's Day and Father's Day and every day on my show, and uh, we'll get to that in a little bit, <laughs> but it's um, it rattles people sometimes, but it's necessary. I'm not afraid of you guys, as you know. So, but I'm curious, um, you know, I started thinking about what is a mother, right? What is a mother exactly? And if you were to go to Webster's Dictionary, uh, Webster's does a fantastic job of telling us what a mother is. Because see, we live in the day and age where you can reimagine yourself to be anything. Right? So if you're a boy, you have tampons in your public school bathroom now. So you can reimagine yourselves with a menstrual cycle. Yeah. And so what is, I thought we would just clear this up today on my show. What is a mother? Well, for starters, she has this little thing over here called um, a womb that has fallopian tubes that, that actually assist in making an egg go to where it needs to go to meet up with the sperm that is only produced by men, by a male. She also has these little things called uh, double Xs, not to be confused with her bra size. So that's very um, telling of a, of a female. That is biological... That is a biological sign that someone is a female, right? Okay. And what is a mother? According to uh, Webster's, and and I'm encouraging, I encouraged my Bible study the other night to get a Webster's dictionary right now. And the older, the better, because Google has gone completely woke and they are now deciding for you what you really should have said. Not even what you could have said or what you thought you meant but what you should have said, right? Because remember, you're no longer allowed to be a free thinking, free feeling, uh, free speaking human being, particularly if you err on the side of order of creation, sanity, decency, all of those things, not allowed. And Google's going to make sure that you know. I feel like, I feel like Kamala. I'm telling a story that makes sure that you know that you can reimagine anything you want to be. You can be. And we're going to codify it to make sure that everyone abides by the same level of imagination. Which from where I come from, in the kingdom of God is actually considered a vain imagination. And I am told to tear those down. So that's what we're doing today. What is a mother? Well, mother is a noun. Okay. Here it is right here. A female human parent. Take a screenshot of this right now. Buy a Webster's Dictionary. Today, get it in your hands. If you have to print the whole thing out, go for it. Whatever you got to do, get one from like way Get an original Webster's Dictionary if you can. Wow, that would be a feat. If you can find one, please let me know. You're welcome to email me, Monica at MonicaMatthews.com. I would love to know that you find one, okay? So a mother is a female human parent, right? Synonyms for mother. Ma, mama, uh, mammy. Interesting. Uh, mater, mom, mommy, old lady. What, <laughs> like, <laughs> stop the show. Who refers to their mother as old lady? I hear dudes do that, referring to like their women. They're the mother of their children, their wives, their girlfriends, whatever. I always think of like biker dudes whenever I hear my old lady, that's my old lady. Ask my old lady. I'm like, what is that? Or whenever women refer to their men as their old men, I'm just like, okay, if that's what floats your boat, then float on baby. But that is super weird to me that that is just old lady. I wish you would try to call me your old lady. What is that about? Anyway, so there you have it. Ma, mama, it's settled. Webster's Dictionary is a female human parent. There. You heard it here probably last. Not first, but possibly last, okay? So that's a mother. A mother is so many things. She is your, she's your counsel. She's your comforter, she's your provider uh, for nurturing and and nourishment. uh, oh my goodness, my daughter's a new mother, and she's so beautiful and she's so wonderful it's so it's very cool to see her that is the greatest mother's day gift mother's Day gift I could ever receive is the gift of of a grandchild I mean, she's just magnificent, and to watch my daughter mother her own child. And as, as comforting and concerned and every little detail, every nuance of, of her baby's life, you know, it's just been a real blessing. I People ask me, what's it like to be a grandmother? I'm like, it's so, it's just different. It is an unconditional love that surpasses, it's just different what you have for your kids. Because I think there are so many things that come with our own biological children That says to us that they, you know, their behavior, their ways of thinking and feeling and behaving, all of that says something. Our, our rearing says something to us about us. And by the time you get to, and I know all of you psychology majors would call that mirroring or some other narcissistic NPD bullcrap that you guys concoct to just divide families up and down. I get it. I get it. But this is not the psychology hour. This is the kingdom of God hour on my show. So as it pertains to mothers, I mean, there's so many roles that we fill in that office. That office, isn't it interesting that we would be fighting right now? It's no coincidence, first of all, that this leak, otherwise known as Operation, uh, from the Supreme Court of the United States has occurred now. That's not a coincidence, but what a stark contrast, right, between people who value life and see it for the blessing and the gift that it is and quite possibly, there are many people who brought life into the world scared to death, like really scared. They didn't have the finances. They didn't have marriage to cover them. They didn't have the blessing of their family. They brought, they had shame and guilt and all these other things. And, and there's nothing like that cry, that first cry that you hear. And I'm not going to cry because I'm an ugly crier, but I wish I was a much prettier crier, but I'm not. there's nothing like hearing that first breath and that first cry that says to you, you made the right choice. There's nothing like that. Now, once you realize that you need to take care of the baby and there are responsibilities that come, but I've never spoken to uh, a young woman or a grown woman for that matter who was contemplating um, abortion and who decided not to do that and to have her baby that was not, especially once she saw the baby moving further along in, um, in the pregnancy and she, or she was able to have access to her first ultrasound, you know uh, what a beautiful thing. I think that that should be mandatory. I think one of the reasons why people on the right are so just aghast is because about abortion in general is, A, because it inherently goes against everything we believe about God and creation and life and that life is a blessing. And for those who err on the side of being more moderate in their conversation regarding abortion and allowing it to be a woman's decision, in a man's decision, what they do with a pregnancy that was uh, clearly unplanned for them, some people err on the side of, you know, it's still your choice, and there are solution sets, right, that that can and do come with. Um, carrying out a child and if you would if you would provide if the if the law of the land would provide for more of what other countries do which is it is mandatory that you have an ultrasound before you decide on an abortion and you see that ultrasound there's a mandatory waiting period from your first consultation to your actual abortion appointment. So it's no longer this drive-through, drive-by really is what it is for the unborn. Um, It's no longer this drive-through mentality of, well, you can have it your way. And I've seen women with that attitude. I don't know if you guys have ever seen that movie, God Bless Nick Searcy. What was the name of that movie? it was about the the world's greatest serial killer and he was a physician and now for whatever reason the name escapes me i was i was not planning to go here today but um but it's about the abortion doctor a a true story and there are scenes in this movie that are so i mean wow it, it is it was the most that every woman Contemplating an abortion, not for the sake of guilting her or manipulating her through emotions, but actually giving her the facts of what happens, of the industry of killing children, of the fact that it is a child, what happens to that child subsequent to the actual procedure, what happens to her body, what happens to her mind. And her emotions, what happens to her soul? You know, mothers matter. Pregnancy matters. It does, whether you planned for it or not. It matters. And so, I, I try not to get wrapped up into all of the, oh my gosh, just vitriol over it, and have an actual conversation about the fact that, that people really are scared. Not everyone subscribes to creation and not everyone subscribes to uh, a child is, uh, is a child upon conception. I would take it further back than that. The Lord says he knew you before he placed you in your mother's womb. Right? Right? And so that takes it into a whole other dynamic. And I think if women had more um, time to be deliberative about their choices and see the enemy's kingdom knows this, which is why it's a drive-by, drive-through, have it your way, you know, seven days a week, 24 hours, whatever it is, whatever it is you need, we got you covered. You don't want this baby? No problem. And, and just come on in and do it. We got you. Right? And you're right. They, they got you. He's got you in a snare. And I watched women in that movie. I got to find the name of that movie now. Hold on. Because that's just going to make me bananas for the rest of my show. Uh, doctor. Abortion. Hold on. We got to find this. um, Movie. Nick Searcy. I guess I could have just gone to his IMDb and it would have been right there. Um, Gosnell. So bad. Gosnell, the trial of America's biggest serial killer. Kermit Gosnell. 21 felony counts of illegal late-term abortion. And 211 counts of violating a 24-hour informed consent law. 24 hours. Who does that serve exactly? This is what we're going to do. It's only going to hurt a little bit. It's going to pinch. You'll be kind of out of it. Have someone here with you to take you home. You won't feel a thing. And we'll be right here with you. You don't have to tell anyone This is a safe place. You are safe here with us. We love you. We respect you. You know, we respect your decision. This is the right decision for you. And, um, you know, your secrets are safe with us. And here's your little paper gown and your, you know, put your foot up, your foot's, put your feet up here in the stirrups and, you know, you're going to hear something. It's going to feel a little pressure. This movie literally goes through step. I'm telling you, it'll change your life. Brilliant job, brilliant cast, great directing, brilliant story. And the way it was portrayed was mine. For me, I was, I was moved to tears. Uh, and, And which, as you can tell, doesn't take much some days. It depends on the cycle of the moon, but I was moved to tears in the theater and um I was aghast. And the most beautiful part of this movie is whenever the this the young woman, the nurse, who basically comes forward about all of this, who leaves Planned Parenthood altogether. Uh she was like the huge head honcho, uh, in Planned Parenthood. And uh they take you through the whole business model of Planned Parenthood at the time. Now it's gone to um now it's gone to annihilating your children's uh, biology once they're born. That's their number one, you know, uh, stream of income at this point. So, but the way it's depicted in this movie uh, with the facts that were brought forward were just truly mind-blowing. They, they in the women who would come in past the cameras, uh, you know, past the people who were protesting and praying outside, and I I did love the way, you know, they handled themselves, uh, the characters in the movie, uh, protesting. Um, but in, in silence. You know, I was an MC for a silent march for the unborn here in the city of Atlanta a few years ago. And um and it was powerful. It was powerful. There's so much power in silence. It's not all this screaming, craziness. It's like yesterday we talked about on my show waiting and my co-host in my spaces yesterday, tinfoil, he said, you know, people weren't readily coming forward to the microphone to pray. And he said, it's also a day of humility, right? Where people get quiet. People get quiet on the day of prayer. And, And when they pray, it is a, it's a form of reverence. And that's actually exactly how it's defined in the concordance. It's one of the definitions is, uh, to be dumb to be silent in that way um, really like awestruck just dumbfounded right and so there's a, there's a lot of power in silence especially if you're if you are praying in your spirit a lot of things moving in the spirit whenever you do that in this movie it would show women who are coming in with just this attitude with their own children in their hands little toddlers walking behind them on their way into the abortion clinic with just this attitude of, yeah, and, I can't wait to get this thing out of me. I mean, I, and it's just, again, as you can see, you know, and I've sat across from literal demons in my ministry. So nothing really surprises me, but yeah I guess in that context, you know, whenever you're dealing with something that of that magnitude of wickedness and reprobation and just complete soul is is gone. The soul is dead at that point. Not to say that Christ can't revive it. I'm not saying that woman is completely you know bound for hell. Uh, but I'm saying that I think if more of us who profess to be Christians and conservatives would push for things, I mean, you can abolish it, and I'm all for abolishment of murdering the innocent. I'm also of the understanding that people are going to seek a way to rip life from, from their wombs. And so it helps to meet someone along the way who is like, let's actually... Uh, inform your consent for longer than 24 hours. Right? And maybe some of these interesting uh, women (laughs) this just cracks me up. Oh my gosh, I can't take it. Okay, I have to show you this first because this just made my day. Yep. This young person is on a sex strike. Yes. So due to the recent leak, um, there's an entire conglomerate, (laughs) an entire nation really of pro-choice, um, people who may or may not identify as females, um, trying to be respectful here, who are on a sex strike. Th- this just kind of, this makes me, this is how I kind of feel about this. Exactly. I feel like the cat. Yes. So this young woman is, she had like a super bad expletive on her headband. So I just casually crop that out for us. Um, and her shirt says, the struggle is real. And she's part of a sex strike. And I'm curious about, you know, what struggle that could be. I don't know. Great advertisement for Coca-Cola, though. Super good stuff. Yeah, that sugar's great for your metabolism. Um, but this caught my attention because... <laughs> People can be just, because this is how, <laughs> this is how we deal with stuff like this, especially my followers. You guys are the worst. You guys like, if I ever had a chance of going to hell, it's because I'm laughing at your memes and your responses to things that just tickle me pink. <laughs> and it's just... Okay, for those of you in podcast world, you're going to have to go back and watch this video, which is why your butts need to be subscribing to my YouTube and my Rumble channel as it is. <laughs> but, but there's a picture of a female who reminds me um, a lot, slightly, slightly reminiscent of this fabulous character on Saturday Night Live, right? And uh, this character's name was Pat, and Pat was awesome. Pat was one of the greatest characters ever on Saturday Night Live. I'm sure Pat is probably like, like Pat's character is probably somewhere in the SNL incinerator, like gone, gone from the archives of SNL, right? Because now we've moved over into the days where we were about to codify lies over truth, fake biology over actual biology. Like, this is where we are as a nation right now, right? I personally still enjoy the character of Pat. I think Pat was hilarious. And so this young person initially reminded me of Pat. But you guys and your memes are just over the top. And so this is what caught my attention, is that she is, I'm assuming, um, is... On a sex strike. So what's interesting is that most men are attracted to um, females for sex, right? I mean, that's kind of how we end up with babies and mothers, Mother's Day upon us. And my followers happen to be like just straight up, well, I can't say... They're straight up like masculine dudes because I do have a lot of gay followers, a lot of lesbian followers, bisexual followers. I mean, and uh, hey, bring it. So I, you know, I love it. I get to minister to everybody and it's wonderful for me. Uh, the majority of my testosterone filled, butt kicking military followers, you know, all the domestic terrorists. How did I forget? I mean, hello, I'm going to need to get like that list again. I need to print that list out from the DHS's uh, home site, uh, from the home page actually on their website about what constitutes a domestic terrorist. And, uh, but you domestic terrorists love you some women. Yep. And women who are like, you know, they take care of themselves and they love men and they too love sex, right? Right. So no one on the conservative side is calling for a sex strike as far as I know, except for the cat ranchers. That's why I love the cat. And I chose the cat because cats make me laugh. Uh, But except for you cat ranchers who can't stand a little cleavage in someone's uh, shirt or someone's picture rather, as I'm going out to uh, sing the national anthem somewhere. And I did hear from all of you. I did. I did hear from all of you. It was kind of shocking that you had nothing better to do with your time but criticize a picture that was totally innocently taken. And, uh, you know, I happen to have breasts that I'm very grateful for. And so was my daughter because I was able to breastfeed her with them. So thank you, ladies, for sexualizing me when only two men out of about a thousand comments said anything remotely uh, improper. And I just immediately got rid of them. But you ladies can sometimes really be the worst. I'm just telling you, clutch your pearls a little bit tighter. So speaking of uh, terrorists, uh, this is where I take exception to um, what's happening right now with, with this entire pro-choice uh, movement predicated upon a lie that somehow abortion is going to be struck down by the Supreme Court which is not what's happening at all, that now you're dealing with a nation of total misunderstanding uh, and willful ignorance at this point. and no matter what, they're so inflamed and they're so um, vitriolic, they're just they've, they've crossed over into the vicious lane. Uh, you, you don't step in the middle of that and attempt to quell that with truth or facts because they don't matter. They don't matter. You have, and this is such an industry at this point, and these emotions on high are such an industry at this point that this this train has left the station with angry people, uh, angry about lies and not understanding that this is going to, if they actually hold to their opinion that was leaked, um, it'll get kicked back to the states. So you governors and those of you running for office right now to be governor, you better make a decision right now. Where are you going to stand whenever it gets kicked back to your state? And some of you, God bless you, are already showing great strength in this. Christy Noem was one of the first people to, to jump out the night that this was leaked, uh, by Politico. Um, she was one of the first governors to step out and say that, you know, if this was actually true, that she was going to make moves uh, to, uh, to ensure that her state was, uh, was leading the charge, uh, and safeguarding life. So for those of you who are all excited about moving to uh, North Dakota, you may actually want to reconsider that. Now, here's the bigger issue that I have with, um, with what's happening right now. The Supreme court justices have been doxed by the ladies that you just saw screaming and fighting and you know holding up signs about hell no we won't go and it's our womb and stay out of it until it comes to trans dudes apparently i don't know how that works in that kingdom of confusion but but this is this is this is doxing uh swatting all the things you guys see right there on on the screen Swatting is extremely dangerous. It's whenever Temple could tell you all about that. My colleagues do Peters as well. Many others. Uh, swatting, the SWAT team, uh, shows up at your door, guns drawn, bullhorn flaring, uh, because someone has contacted the police department to tell them that they are you holding someone at gunpoint. You have a hostage situation. You're going to kill them, yourself, the kids, whatever. And you, and the SWAT team's like deployed and they come to your home and that is called swatting. And that, sh- that deserves like no less than, you know, 20 years in prison as far as I'm concerned. It, it should. But good luck finding these people. Uh, and so doxing, I don't know if it is illegal uh, State in-, in various states. I know it's not a federal, uh, it's not codified federally with regard to doxing. Uh, But it is in various states, doxing is illegal. And if it's not, it should be across the board. So here's something that your trustee DHS and this new uh, domestic terrorist outline, right? The branch, the 18th branch of this government, um, while they're looking for domestic terrorists, here you go right here, doxers, pro-choice people who are doxing Supreme Court justices. And what is doxing? All of your personal information is uh, put out. Basically, they're called bounties. They're digital bounties that are deployed. And people know exactly where you live. And they show up at your home to make a statement. Isn't that wonderful? So my totally, that is domestic terrorism at its finest, as far as I'm concerned. No one should be showing up at anyone's home. I've said it a hundred times. I'm going to say it again. Don't ever ask me to dock somebody. It is ludicrous. It is extremely dangerous. And people should go to jail for that, in my humble opinion. And all of these lunatics, uh, I say that affectionately, who are doxing the Supreme Court justices should too. So now the concern becomes, will the Supreme Court justices actually stand by what is allegedly uh, their opinion on uh, ridding, you know, the world of Roe v. Wade and kicking things back to the States to determine this and whether or not they'll stand by that opinion with people showing up their homes. And here's my message to our Supreme court justices of the United States of America, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the mud pit. It is what it is. The rest of us are out here on the line all the time speaking truth to lies, taking hits, being put on lists by our own government. And I'm sorry, sir or ma'am, I do respect your position of authority. Um, And, you know, God bless you and your safety. Uh, if, If you allow your decision to be moved by a bastion of crazy people, then you don't deserve the robe that you occupy. That's the most respectful thing a way I could say that. Because the rest of us are out here taking the hits on the regular. We don't have the protection of the Supreme Court as a justice. Most of us do not have private security details, and I, as I understand it, most of you don't either, which I really don't understand, to be honest with you. You've got some of your lower-level yahoos in Congress who could not legislate their way out of a paper bag who have private security details. And yet our Supreme Court justices of the United States of America do not. And clearly, you guys need to start contracting with someone but if this is going to change your opinion, you should turn your robe back in and retire. I'm sorry. This is this is one of those things where, you know, I'm so tired of hearing, well, we're not politicized. We're the Supreme Court. And then the media pushes this narrative of, well, you know, uh, Justice so-and-so was overheard saying, or is alluded to, uh, that he or she may not, you know, they're afraid of the backlash. I mean, I could go back to the election of 2020. I'm wondering, how are most of you sleeping at night after watching the, you know, 50,000 mules that just came out? Because if you think it was just 2,000, then you guys are super asleep at the wheel. That might have been what was deployed in Georgia uh, as a, as a, well, and across the country, but those, the, the mules is relative. Mules is relative. And no one took up our, our cases in the Supreme Court. And multiple people had standing. So thank you, Justice Thomas, for, um, and Justice Alito for actually paving the way uh, for those cases to be brought forward. But we didn't have enough of a consensus for that to happen. And look where we are now. So with all due respect, if you cannot stand by your opinion as honorable, you do carry the, the name, the office, the title of honorable, If you cannot carry that during a firestorm in this country, then you should probably not be on the bench. That's just my humble opinion. So it's a little too late for you all to purchase a pillow. It's actually never too late to purchase a pillow, but I was going to say for your mamas or a bathrobe or sheets, but it's never too late. It's not. And so Mike Lindell is killing it. Even though they've tried to kill, steal, and destroy his entire business, his livelihood, his likeness, his image, all of it, his name, all of it. And so I proudly partner with MyPillow.com. You can use my code MONICA and receive up to 66% off. Uh, any of those goodies that I just mentioned. This came up today. I'm seeing people ask more and more as the market is tanking, and it will continue to be as volatile as it is now. I want you to take a look at the Russian ruble, what it is now as opposed to what it was uh, even two months ago and the gold backing thereof, and then look at our fiat and our dollar and tell me where you think you should have your hard-earned assets and savings. Where should that be? And I had uh, one of my uh, favorite followers actually today say, you know, I'm scared. What What do we do? This The market's crazy. It is nuts. And do we just sit here with our 401ks and our IRAs? Do we just take it? And, of course, I provided my trusty meme and said, absolutely not. You need to go to www.monicamatthews.com backslash goldco and at least inquire. Just inquire. It doesn't cost you anything to inquire. And do yourself a favor. Acquire some knowledge instead of sitting around wondering and, and being afraid of what's going to happen to your retirement, to your savings, right? matthews.com backslash goldco also for those of you who are concerned about your health in the new round of some different variation of covid i don't know i don't keep up with all the covid stuff i'll be honest with you because i'm too busy living my life and and i take things uh proactively um, I'm a big supplementation person. Um, and I exercise twice a day. Uh, you know, I'm doing everything I know to do, to staying to stay away from sugar, uh, not fearing, not being angry, uh, you know, which is hard to do these days. I'll give you that. Uh, but I would encourage you to go to zstacklife.com backslash mm. Check out all the products of Dr. Zelenko, who is a very well known and beloved physician out of New York. Um, and he's great. And so are his products. Uh, people have great testimonials regarding his products and you can take control of your own health. As always check with your physician about adding anything or taking anything away from your current protocol. And in the meantime, you can check out, uh, zstacklife.com, uh, backslash M mm. Uh, so as I close out today, as I told you, um, uh, you know, mother's. There's so many different names for mothers. Oh, my gosh. The list is very long. Uh, If you look that up, just do yourself a favor and look it up. Some of them will just make you laugh out loud like old lady. Whatever. So, um, But some of you, and I'm very sensitive to this because some of you wonder why you cannot overcome some of the diseases that you have. And I come from a ministerial background that has spent a lot of time connecting um, dots between the physical and the spiritual, very simply put. And Jesus said, as a man, as man thinketh, man, woman, thinketh, thinketh, so is he. How you think is how you feel. How you feel affects how you think. How you think and feel affects your biology. It can actually affect your RNA, your DNA. We are responsive creatures and reactionary creatures. We are, uh, we are uh, fight or flight creatures. We're wired for that electrically, chemically, chemically. Uh, Mentally, emotionally, spiritually, physically, we are wired for survival, okay? Um, I dare say our lifestyle here in America has afforded us the luxury and the privilege for all of us of not necessarily having to, having to, as a matter of necessity, right? Because we have so many choices around us all the time. And our and our food, for the most part, is not even real food. And we're consumed, we are consumed by sugar. Think about that. Our bodies, our brains, Alzheimer's, dementia. I mean, think about all of the relative diseases, that all of those diseases are gut problems, our colon problems, our cancer problems. I mean, think about all of that. And so how do I connect Mother's Day and disease and all of this? Well and abortion. Dr. Carol Swain is someone that you should read up on some of her writings. She's in Tennessee, a f- fabulous woman of God. Uh, she ran for mayor of Nashville. and She's brilliant. Uh, we used to be in Christian women in media together. She has done a lot of research and drew a lot of correlations between Abortion and breast cancer, uterine cancer, and when I have ministered, and I can concur with her, she has a she has a, approached it from a medical uh, standpoint, scientific study standpoint. My approach is from the empirical evidence uh, that I encounter in ministry with on the regular with women who have struggled with female or reproductive specific cancers and how they feel and think about other women, including themselves. There is a direct correlation at times. I'm not suggesting that every reproductive, every reproductive cancer um, is a matter of unforgiveness envy and jealousy, bitterness, but a lot of them are. And it's been a beautiful thing at times to see when a woman is reminded um, of something that she's carrying toward another woman or herself. And usually it's a mother, mother-in-law, sister, sister-in-law, or yourself, Right. And that big aha moments when she's sitting across from me and because the Holy spirit brings something to her remembrance and she confesses that and she releases that and it could be an abortion or two or three that's happened as well. Right? So I don't judge people who have been down that path. It's a horrible snare of the devil. This isn't right or left. This is life and death. This is kingdom stuff. This is not partisan stuff, right? And so it's amazing to see women have this aha moment and to watch that wash over them where they confess that and they release that person and they release themselves and they receive the forgiveness of God, through the reconciliation and the blood of Jesus. And when that happens, there is no devil in hell. There's no shame. There's no guilt. There's no condemnation, fear, doubt, dread, bitterness, envy, unforgiveness, unbelief, none of that can stand in the presence of that level of freedom, that pure, unadulterated freedom. Nothing can come against that. And you watch that woman's physical health start to take a turn. It's powerful. It is really powerful stuff. It's the good stuff, as one of my favorite people in the world always says. It's the good stuff, Monica. It is. It's the good stuff. It's the great stuff. It's the stuff that life is made of. So if you have aught against your mother, I would encourage you to take that to the throne and deal with that. And ask God to forgive you for carrying it for so long. And just let it go. If there's something that you need to get right with your mama, go make it right. Go make it right. You've survived this long and you've lived with that weight for this long. And give her the opportunity to actually own it. And if you're a mama who knows that you've screwed up or you're estranged from your kids and you're like, well, I'm the mother I shouldn't have to call. I want to encourage you to lay that pride down and pick up the phone. This is your weekend. This is your day. And you can't be a mother in name only. Right? No. A mother has certain characteristics and pride is not one of them. Motherhood is the single most humbling, frustrating rewarding, uh, gosh, wondrous. I mean, no kidding when Paul's like, you know, and the, the woman will be saved through childbirth. And it's just like, I get that. I get that. And this goes out to those of you women who don't have biological children. Maybe you've adopted your children. This goes out to you too. There's a legal transaction that occurs in the heavenlies with us, with our heavenly father, whenever we say amen, to Christ as our savior and our Lord. And we are now adopted whereby we refer to God and we call upon him now as Abba daddy, right? The same thing happens right here in the physical realm with you guys who have adopted your children. They're your babies. Don't ever let anyone tell you differently. Now, as far as you women who are all about your fur babies and this is your mother's day and Hallmark's got like a whole selection for you guys. Let me tell you something. No. Negative. Sorry. Not happening. All y'all camped out, shacked up with your dogs and stuff, talking about you don't need a man. Okay. Well, Leviticus talks all about that stuff. I'm not saying y'all are having sex with your dogs, but I'm saying it's, you know, kind of inordinate affection is a little weird. I'm not going to lie. It's a whole industry, and I get it. I mean, but, man, I see the way some people treat their animals, and I'm like, okay. That's a little weird. That's a little over the top. I'm just telling you. It's a little over the top. Anyway, (laughs) I'm going to leave that right there. (laughs) I've ministered to some interesting things in my lifetime, which is why nothing surprises me, literally, and which is why I'm not a judgmental person. Although, when you try to encroach upon my freedom with your madness, we're going to have to have a Jesus chat. So, forgive your mamas. There's nothing too big. Even if she's like nuts, even if she trafficked you, I've ministered to those women, those young women who have been through that. Even if she sold you to men, you can still choose to let her and that go. and Get on with your freedom, baby. Get on with your life. Life's too short for all that unforgiveness mess, okay? I love you guys. Have a good weekend. Thank you for joining me. As always, be good to your neighbor. Be getting your own mirror. I'll be back Monday, God willing, and the creek doesn't rise and all that Southern Biscuit stuff. And uh, be kind to yourself. And then love your neighbors. The proper order of things, all right? Until then. (laughs) And if you're an American, act like one.